Hi, this is Screen 10 from All the Right Movies. I'm John, and everyone's here again. Yeah. All the boys. <laughs> so, that's Westy. Hello. Luke. Hello. And Matt. Hello, hello. So, this time on Screen 10, we're looking at movie twists. Please, sir. I want some more. Not that twist. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. That'd be a very short list. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would want more, wouldn't they? <laughs> 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 boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. So it's plot twists. And this is a top 10 show, so we're counting down our top 10 movie plot twists. Lovely. Before we do that, though, just to let everybody know that All The Right Movies is a YouTube channel, and what you're listening to now is the audio podcast version of the latest episode of our YouTube show called The Cutting Room. The original video version, along with many other episodes and videos, is available on YouTube, so please head over to our channel to watch and subscribe. We actually started out as a podcast, and you can access our full archive of over 120 podcast episodes on our website, alltherightmovies.com, or by signing up to become an All The Right Movies patron at patreon.com forward slash alltherightmovies. Patrons also gain access to loads of other benefits as well, including an exclusive video episode of The Cutting Room every month, chosen by and created specifically for our patrons. So, as you can see, there's loads from all the right movies to keep you busy, so please check out YouTube and Patreon. But for now, it's back to the film. Fairly explanatory, I think. But, Luke, are you okay to explain what kind of things we're talking about? Sure thing, yeah. So, yeah, fairly straightforward. Movie twists where the film takes an unexpected change in tone or direction, which potentially changes the perspective of the entire narrative sometimes. It makes no damn sense. We did have a list of 50 of the best movie twists and we've narrowed it down to this top 10. Naturally, there will be spoilers in the top 10, but we'll leave the other 40 spoiler-free. Yes, exactly. So if you've not seen any of the top 10 we're going to talk about, you might want to pause this episode, go watch the films, and then come back to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But to start us off, it's number 10. The first entry then, and we've got a slasher movie as our pick. Yes. (laughs) Luke's Luke's your boy for this. (laughs) Luke was excited already. (laughs) Well, Scream is a classic slasher with a big twist reveal, but it's not that. No. American Psycho shows us a lot of slayings and then raises some doubts about them, but it's not that either. Mm. Saw ends with an unexpected and pretty jaw-dropping twist. Yeah, Very good. Yeah. yeah. The follow-ups, not so great. No. Not so much. Grizzly. Yeah. Too much, no. <laughs> that's another similarity with our pick. Not so great follow-ups. <laughs> <laughs> and The Mist is a horror film that ends with a sledgehammer finale. Oof. Oh, yeah. God. Good I'll forget that in a hurry. Too depressing. Oh, no. Too depressing. Absolute yeah. bummer, that one. Yeah. Oh, total <laughs> bummer. <laughs> I, know, I loved it, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, our pick though, not just a slasher with a spin, but one of the early slashers that helped define the genre. We're heading to Camp Crystal Lake with the Voorhees family on Friday the 13th. Yes. Kill her, Mommy. Kill her. <laughs> A group of teenagers' summer camp vacation turns into a nightmare as they become victims of a brutal killer. 
The sting in the tail comes when it's revealed the murderer isn't the horror icon to be Jason Voorhees, but his deranged mother, Pamela. Unlike the rest of the Friday the 13th series, this one isn't terrible. No. No, it's not. It's great. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the best horror movie twists, Luke. Yes, yes, indeed. I mean, we're starting on the right foot with this one. Um, Standalone, the film, is a solid entry in the slasher genre, but this ending really elevates it. Um, Starts off, Alice is isolated with dead bodies all around her. So when this friendly face shows up, it cuts through the tension and we think that Alice is going to be safe. How could how mm. could this be a threat? But mm. Betsy Palmer here, she just ratchets up Mrs. Voorhees' mania just a bit by bit. They were making love while that young boy drowned. It looks like it's all going to bubble over until she kind of keeps a check on it. She says he wasn't a very good swimmer. But yeah. that doesn't uh-huh. last long. And she attacks this part with absolute glee, slamming Alice's face in the sand, slapping her about the place. Palmer actually caught Adrian King, who plays Alice, a couple of times for real. Mm. Um, but with right. such a great twist like this, the only way to top it is a slow-mo beheading. Tom Savini. <laughs> Tom Savini was the makeup artist on the film, and his hands yeah. stood in for Mrs. Voice in this moment yeah. that bit, and you could tell because very her hands, hands are like Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but what a reveal! Yeah. What a reveal! One of the best, I think, in any horror film. You're just yeah. completely unexpected. Yeah, yeah. and the beautiful yeah. thing is a twist followed by another twist. Yeah, I think at the time people were probably expecting a Michael Myers-style villain, which obviously mm-hmm. comes later, but not in this film. Mm-hmm. And that makes the twist great. The jump scare that comes after the twist is great. Yeah. But Gene Siskel, the acclaimed film critic, he didn't like it very much, did he? No, no he, did he didn't. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> he hated Ooh. the film and gave it zero stars in his review. He spoiled the twist because he disliked it so much. And wow. published Betsy Palmer, who plays Pamela Voorhees, published her address, which is just beyond <laughs> Send the Send a hate mail. That's yeah, it's absolutely outrageous. It's far too far. It is. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hated a film that much or a performance. <laughs> yeah. Influenced by Psycho, I think, the ending. Yeah, yeah, awesome. without doubt, with a little bit of carry thrown in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, a big start to our ten, then. Mm-hmm. Should we Huge. see what's at nine? Let's let's do it. In at nine, and we're sticking with horror. This time, it's a slightly more cerebral entry, and we looked at a few mm. of those. The ending of "Don't Look Now" is, well, it's mental. I'm a friend. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Incredible. (laughs) In Kill List, a contract killer's latest jobs turned on its head and him with devastating results. Mm -hmm. Bong Joon-ho took the upstairs-downstairs representation of class to new levels in Parasite. Done all right for himself on the back of that, Bong Joon-ho. Very good. And Martin Scorsese whisked us off to a remote insane asylum full of twists and turns in Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of my very favourite. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Mm. Our pick, though, as well as having psychological aspects, is also a classic British horror and a classic folk horror. Mm. Best not keep him waiting. He's the wicker man. Welcome, fool. You have come of your own free will. The game's over. Police Sergeant Howie arrives on Scottish Island Summer Isle to investigate a report of a missing girl. 
Things come to a head as we find out the girl was never missing, the island has a pagan cult, and how he has been lured there in order to be sacrificed to their sun god. Not the remake, with Nicolas Cage, thankfully. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! No bees in this one. <laughs> Travesty. <laughs> so, how's this one? Is a plot twist. Oh, I think it's incredibly harrowing, this, isn't it? I mean, most of the stuff on the list is a good twist ending has got a bit of a harrowing sense to it, but this, yeah. the Lord is my shepherd, <laughs> it's just outrageous, and you just think it's never going to, even as it's happening, you think it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I still watch it now, and when they're just singing, and the singing oh. kind of drowns out his praise, and you go inside, it's when the animals start yeah. like, screaming, and you yeah. think, oh, this is real. Christopher Lee, just so iconic. Brilliant. Just so happy. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Magnificent threads. Oh, yeah. Wonderful yellows. <laughs> and I, I find it just really harrowing how it's just every age. There's just women, children, men, everybody just mixed together. Yeah. And it's just, everyone's just got this glee, this horrible, like, maniacal glee. It's just terrifying. You just know you can't change the minds and this is actually happening. And one of my favourite final shots in cinema history when Brilliant. that head falls off yeah. to that sunset. Yeah. You just think, oh... That's the most miserable sunset I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I was talking about at the top when I said about um, it changes perspective of the narrative. This yeah. completely changes everything that you thought has happened yeah. for the last hour and a half with this mm -hmm. reveal that Murren's not missing. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that smash zoom into a... It's absolutely... Yeah, yeah. Says, See, I stand on top of the cliff. Super. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, the whole ending, as Howie's burning and the Islanders are all singing along, it's not often you get something that's both horrific and jaunty, but they pull it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a huge influence on Midsummer as well. I mean, oh, it's got, well, it's, without doubt. It's got that huge kind of influence on uh, Ari Aster's work as well. I think it's, it's influenced a lot, a lot of films. Yeah. Um, it's just really ballsy. It's really, really classy and ballsy and timeless because of it. I think you see yeah. it in quite a few places. You see it in Midsummer. that's the obvious one. Also, yeah. League of Gentlemen did a parody. That was also yeah, terrifying. You did it beautifully, Tom! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. it was. And I think Hot Fuzz takes from it as well. Hot Fuzz, yeah. Yeah, 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 it definitely yeah. does. Yeah, it does. What do you mean by this one? So, big entry at number nine then. A disturbing mm. twist and the image of the Wicker Man burning. Pretty iconic. Iconic. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. On to number eight, and prisons, it seems, are often a good setting for a plot twist. Mm. Primal Fear spins audience expectations with a major character reveal. In the climax. Yeah, that's good. What? Old Boy has one of the most repulsive twists of all the films on our list. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah check that one out. <laughs> the Crying Game subverts expectations when something surprising pops up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and another film with a famous twist, Jacob's Ladder, actually features the same actor in the lead role as our pick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, it does. Yeah, very good. So for our selection, we're off the 1960s main with Andy and Red in The Shawshank Redemption. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Get busy living, or get busy dying. Shawshank prisoner Andy Dufresne spends 19 years of wrongful incarceration helping his fellow inmates and forging lifelong friendships. After Andy's cell is found empty, we discover not only has Andy escaped, he's also stitched up the warden and the prison guard who brutalised him. 
Lord, it's a miracle. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Massive climactic twist, this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, it's huge. And I think what makes this stand out on the list and why I've ordered it highly, it's very rare. It's a positive twist, like most yeah, twists, yeah. like Wesley says, mm. are negative. You know, that guy yeah. was in yeah. on it. The, the wife is evil. He's been embezzling the money all along, that kind of thing. This one, it's totally joyous. And I'm so glad I'd never read the novella before I saw the film because and mm. still vividly remember the first time watching this. Gets to this part, everything's falling apart for Andy. You think they're going to find his, his dead body in the cell. And you're like, yeah. where is he? How? What? Where's he gone? What? I'm as confused mm. as Norton is. Yeah. And when yeah. he kicks off and he throws that stone, and you just hear that slight echo and rattle. Yeah. Brilliant. Darabont <laughs> pierces it beautifully. The way his hand just disappears through yeah. the poster into the wall and then cuts to the pullback of the tunnel, then peering mm. through. It's just a punch the air moment because you realise what he's done. And then you get yeah. the flashback, how he's put it all together, how he's filled everyone. How often do you really look at a man's shoes? Like I say, it's Joyce and a really unusual twist because I can't think of another positive one. Nice. It's when he sees that rock hammer for me, it's worn down to the nub. It's like, yeah. oh, he's the fucking rock hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the Bible, yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the setup for me. He digs the hole with the rock hammer, then hides the hammer in the Bible, then hides the hole with the poster. All three yeah. of those have been set up earlier in the film. They even talk about using the rock hammer to escape. Tunnel under the wall, maybe. And still, yeah. no yeah. idea where yeah. he's gone when yeah. he manages. Yeah. 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 No Great. Brilliant. It's incredible, the warden kicking off, throwing yeah. rocks at everybody, calling <laughs> Rack L. Wells fussy britches. What say you there, fussy britches? <laughs> <laughs> what say you, fussy britches? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a fart in the wind, isn't yeah, it? Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stephen King, he loved the film. He wrote the novella, of course. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. he did have a complaint about the twist. He said that the hole that Andy digs was too round. Oh, God. And said, it's it's something like Wile A. Coyote would dig trying to catch Roadrunner. <laughs> As if that isn't a good thing. Yeah, that's a great thing. <laughs> what a terrible comparison. I thought yeah. he's written about 150 novels or something. Else. That's yeah. the best he can come up with. Acme. Yeah. <laughs> That pole shot through the tunnel is amazing as well, well when yeah. the poster's ripped off. Yeah, amazing. that's like a recurring visual shot, isn't it? You see it quite a few times. So when they show it there, yeah. we've seen it before, but never so powerful as that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so that's number eight. Huge film, Shawshank, one of the most beloved ever made, and the twist plays its part in making it so popular, I think. Definitely. Without Absolutely. Doubt. Definitely. Seventh place, then, and our choice is a ghost story with a twist. Mm. Mm-hmm. That could describe 2001's The Others. And that one did place pretty highly, but mm. it's not that. It's mm. a twist, that. Mm. Yeah, Coco takes us to the land of the dead with a right dirty trickster. I, <laughs> I had that in my top ten. Everyone wow. else, no way. No. I had a fifth. Wow. <laughs> I wonder why it was even in the top 50, to be honest. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> And as well as our seventh place, we had two other entries from the same director. They were the Amish community set The Village mm, and yep. the grounded superhero story Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Not the happening, though. No. 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 We'll leave that one. No plants. No. Oh, old. 
That wasn't in there. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the last airbender. Keep that out. Are you an airbender boy? No, after it. And next for Amalan, of course, with the success. Psychologist Malcolm Crowe visits troubled youngster Cole Sear to help the boy with his ghostly visions. The film and Malcolm's world is turned on its head when it's revealed that Crowe is dead, is a ghost himself, and has been all along. Mm. Mm. M. Night Shyamalan, The Sixth Sense, the surprise twist being, it's good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's still sums up, yeah. Shyamalan slammed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slammer Milan. <laughs> <laughs> you like this one, Westy, obviously. Yes. I love this one. I think it's absolutely fantastic. It just tore me apart when I first saw it. We were on holiday um, in America at the time, and it just and I remember just being, you know, when you leave the cinema, and you just feel like more awake and aware of everything, like you're more sensory. Like, yeah. that, no pun intended, but I just felt like aware of everything. Didn't see it coming. Didn't have a clue. Mm. I love the flashbacks. I love the voiceovers. I love the realisation. I love that drop of the wedding ring. And then you go back and watch it again and realise he hasn't been wearing his wedding ring the whole film. Yeah. It's just so good. There's just little nuggets all the way through that change the film. Yeah. So this for me is just endlessly watchable because of that reason, because you just feel a little bit big-headed when you watch it again. You go, ah, oh, yeah, I know about that. Oh, I see, yeah, right, okay, yeah. And you feel a bit cocky about it. Um, I love it. I think it's so, so good. It should have been higher up the list for me. It's an absolute right. disgrace that this isn't sixth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a really, really powerful piece of filmmaking. Probably the best I've seen Bruce Willis. Uh, mm-hmm. and the be- definitely the best I've seen from Shyamalan so it's right yeah. up there for me I think it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah a twist so good that M. Night Shyamalan has built an entire career off the back of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. it's a great twist when it's parodied and this has been oh, yeah. even today yeah. still yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah if this doesn't happen then neither does Shyamalan's career no, absolutely exactly. not yeah stinker after stinker for 24 years <laughs> Bob Geldof cashing on I don't like Mondays for 40 odd years this is the film equivalent (laughs) this is is Shyamalan's Christmas hit isn't it It it's going to be band-aid next for Shyamalan (laughs) (laughs) but but I mean the famous line where Cole says I see dead people there's a huge close-up on Malcolm's face still didn't see it coming no I didn't either great and I love the flashbacks after we find out that Malcolm's dead. The one that stands out to me is at the restaurant with his wife, where first time around, yeah. we think she's upset because he's late. Happy anniversary. But it turns out she's actually there by herself. That's yeah, just yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it's it heartbreaking. It's it heartbreaking. It just, just says happy anniversary. It changes yeah, yeah. it completely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. The sixth sense at seven then, not sixth, unfortunately. <laughs> that was such a trick. Uh, one of the <laughs> most talked about and the famous twists on our list, I think. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth spot, and we're in epic science fiction territory. So, Arrival, where an alien language changes our understanding of physics, was part of the discussion, but didn't yes. quite make it. And narrative. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers is already weird, then a character reveal mm-hmm. makes it oh. even weirder. Yeah. Great. La Jetée is a French classic with a time-bending twist that influenced many films after it. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes of stills. Pretentious, but brilliant, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 12, 12 monkeys ripped it off, didn't it? Oh, massively. <laughs> exactly the same. It's the same story. 
and writer-director Alex Garland fooled the audience and most of the characters with his plot twist in Ex Machina. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. It's none of those, though, as our pick has a twist so big it threw an entire galaxy for a loop back in 1980. <laughs> yeah. Luke Skywalker has some major daddy issues in The Empire Strikes Back. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Continuing his journey from farm boy to Jedi, Luke Skywalker faces off against his father's murderer, Darth Vader. Luke gets more than he bargained for when Vader reveals not only did he not kill Luke's father, he is Luke's father. He's not winning any Dad of the Year awards, Vader, anytime soon. <laughs> no, He's trying to make up for it, man. Put <laughs> <laughs> one of the most famous of all movie twists, surely. Oh, yeah. Yes, Absolutely indeed. Huge. I mean, you can tell it's huge because I think it's a sign for great twists when it becomes one of the all-time great jokes on The Simpsons. Like when Homer comes out and yeah. yeah. spoils it for everyone in the queue. Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Ah, oh, thank, thank you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Blow the Picture for me. Amazing joke. Yeah, yeah um, that's great. <laughs> yeah. The twist itself, though, it, it's so well known. But honestly, I think on paper, it doesn't sound great. Like, oh, what, the really evil guy from the first film is, is the dad of the hero, what? But I think it's a testament of how good a film Empire is that it does work. I think if they'd left the twist till Return of the Jedi, I don't think it would work that mm. well because that's an inferior film. But mm. what really sells it for me is Mark Hamill. And, like, mm. Hamill, I think, is a oh, great yeah. guy. He's great as Luke. Not necessarily a great actor, except for this one bit. I'll never join you! And I think he knows he's got to sell the reaction to make this twist work, and it's the best bit of acting I think he's ever done. He's amazing in this scene. That's not true. That's impossible. He like, it's, it's like he's trying to like summon up like the spirit of Marlon Brando in his performances for this one bit. <laughs> Big praise. <laughs> yeah, that's how good he is. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Luke would rather throw himself to his doom than accept what this revelation yeah. means. And yeah. once this twist happened, it was just in the cultural landscape forever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The fact that he's cut his hand off and then says he's actually his son. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching my scene, he's like, would you cut my hand yeah. off, Dad? I was like, no, man. <laughs> yeah, he's had a terrible 30 seconds, Luke Skywalker, there, hasn't he? <laughs> I know when they were filming it, to keep it secret, Vader's line in the script wasn't, I am your father, it was Obi-Wan killed your father. Yeah, they told Mark Hamill just before the film what the real line was, but never told David Prowse who played Vader because a couple of years earlier he'd spoiled it in a magazine interview. <laughs> yeah. Of course, blabbermouth. Yeah. <laughs> also, in the first film, Obi Wan tells Luke categorically that Vader killed his father. He betrayed and murdered your father. And then Obi Wan's explanation in Return of the Jedi is: He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. So what I told you was true. From a certain point of view. Absolute bullshit, that. <laughs> point of view <laughs> of a liar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bullshit artist. <laughs> so, a huge twist from a huge movie there in Empire. And that is our first five. Yeah. Nice. Big. Yeah. yeah. Should we see what's in the top five? Yes, we should. Yeah. Let's do it. We've crossed the midway point, and at five, we have a real family affair twist to look at. Mm. 
Gone Baby Gone ends not just with a plot twist, but a familial moral dilemma for a major character. I think it's got a great ending, that one. Love the ending. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Absolute tragedy in the ring strikes a father-daughter-like bond in Oscar-winning boxing classic Million Dollar Baby. That one's horrible. Stuff on. Yeah. Knives Out is a family-centric modern take on the whodunit formula, so naturally Mm. is full of twists and turns along the way. Yeah. Huge cast as well. Yeah, huge great cast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Incendies is a family drama full of heartbreak and a huge climactic plot reveal. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. tough on that. Yeah, big. Our selection, though, is another classic. All the classics, yeah. All the classics. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Expect nothing ever. Well, Friday the 13th as well. (laughs) I wonder why you were silent (laughs) (laughs) and it's another classic plot twist as well yeah you won't forget it it's Chinatown Catherine who she's my daughter I said I want the truth (laughs) she's my sister and my daughter Private Eye Jake gets us hired by Evelyn Mulray to investigate her husband's infidelity. The lid is blown off a routine case, and after seeing Jake follow a tangled trail of corruption, Evelyn reveals that, thanks to an evil and abusive father, her sister Catherine is also her daughter. Lies, more lies, and incest in Chinatown. <sighs> of course, what do you expect from Polanski? Yeah. <laughs> Big fan look. Not of Polanski, but of this film. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make that clear now, disclaimer. <laughs> I thought that's what you were asking him there. Oh, big fan, incest, big fan. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I mean, this is a film that just keeps you guessing. And on the back foot from the word go, you think yeah. it is straightforward or you've kind of got a handle on things, but then there are about five different curveballs thrown in. And this yeah. is surely the biggest one. At this point, we're desperate to get to the bottom of things because we're nearing the end of the narrative. Um, And Jake is as well because we're seeing everything from his perspective, but we could have never expected anything as sordid as this. Noah Cross raped Evelyn, his daughter, and Catherine is her sister and her daughter. Makes me think you took my daughter for a ride. She's my sister, daughter, sister, daughter. I mean, horrific stuff. And as is Jake's roughhousing of Evelyn as well. She's my sister. She's my daughter. Horrible, awful. Those slaps are for real. Dunaway told Nicholson to give her a real slap after the fake ones didn't come through on camera. Yeah, awful. Not nice to see. But what is as incredible and revealing as this, this reveal, is the casual information that Evelyn gives Jake right at the end of this scene. This didn't belong to Hollis. How do you know? He didn't wear bifocals. Sending yeah. everything that we and Jake thought into a tailspin, so we're left with this real bit of taste in our mouth with the incest thing, and then we're still no further forward. It's outstanding writing from Rubber Town. Oh, yeah. yeah. Massive. Incredible. That final line as well is probably one of my favourites in, in cinema. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a nice little detail in the film as well that harks back to Greek mythology. Obviously. Oh, oh lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Oedipus, who was a tragic king in Greek mythology, blinded himself when he found out his marriage was incestuous. He was married mm-hmm. to his mother. And yeah, when yeah. Evelyn's killed in the final scene, she gets shot through the eye, which was done oh, brilliantly, yeah, course, intentionally. Yeah. That's a horrible shot. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Also, 
this has nothing to do with the twist, but have you heard the crazy story about Faye Dunaway and Roman Polanski during filming of Chinatown? Which one? I mean, there was a few. <laughs> <Which> one, yeah. <laughs> she well, left, didn't she? And Robert uh, Robert Evans had to coax her back in. Yeah, well, it's much crazier than that. Well, right. Apparently, they didn't get on at all. I mean, who would, with Polanski, to be fair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when they were filming one scene, Polanski wouldn't let Dunaway go to the toilet. So, allegedly, she pissed into a cup and threw it in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, justified, I think. Yeah. Yeah. How big was the cup? (laughs) A pinter. (laughs) A yard of ale. (laughs) So, fifth place for Chinatown then. Yeah. Pretty disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Need a shower. I mean, how, are you gonna, how are you even going to guess that's coming anyway? Yeah. No, I know. Amazing, yeah. brilliant. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Number four, and it's another classic, but this time from old Hollywood that we're going to talk about. So, Citizen Kane is a classic from old Hollywood yep. with a stunning plot twist, but it's not that. Although Citizen Kane would have been challenging right up there if Westy hadn't put it 47th. What? <laughs> wow. Outrageous. That's very surprised. That's, uh, that's, it's not a twist? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a twist? Our pick is also a film where a major character harbours a dark secret. The same mm-hmm. could be said for amnesiac investigator Leonard in Memento. Yeah. Although I can't remember. <laughs> very nice. And... We also looked at a film which was a major influence in our pick. That was another French classic in horror thriller Les Diaboliques. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very good, that one. Our choice, though, is a gigantic Hollywood title. (laughs) With the boy only a mother could love. Psycho. Do you go out with friends? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Phoenix Secretary Marion Crane is stabbed to death at the Bates Motel, seemingly by the jealous mother of its proprietor, Norman. Marion's family investigate, and her sister Lila discovers that Norman is the murderous Mrs. Bates. Keeps the corpse of his long dead mother in the basement. Totally normal behaviour from old Norman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> normal Norman. <laughs> normal Bates. Dirty nice. So, <laughs> Luke had this fifth, I had it second, and for Matt, it hit the top spot. Number one. Wow, nice. It did. Big. Right? It will yeah. challenge for number one, but Westy had a 20 second. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Westy? What a twist. <laughs> That's a twist. <laughs> Westy, you just like, disagree with everybody else, don't you? We all go a little mad sometimes. No, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, number one then, Matt. Why so yeah. high? Because I think it's another one on the page, you think. Is this going to work? Is it not a bit laughable? The guy's being dressed mm. up as his dead mother all along. But it's testament to how well Hitchcock plays it, that that revelation works so brilliantly. Like when Norman comes racing into that cellar and the corpse is slowly turning around on the chair. Yeah, it's kind of funny in a nervous laughter kind of way, but it's still genuinely hair-raising at the same time, and it is scary. Yes. Once you get the revelation and you think back through the events of the film, Psycho is actually quite funny. Can it's a dark sense of humour, but it is funny mm-hmm. because you think all those scenes where you hear Norman arguing with his mother, that's been him shouting at himself. Mother, she's just a stranger. She's hungry and it's raining out. Mother, she's just a stranger. 
as if men, those desire strangers. Yeah. That shot of yeah. Norma walking past the window, that's him dressed up as his mother and then having a conversation <laughs> yeah. with himself. It's funny. It is it genuinely a twist that manages to be really scary and really funny at the same time. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I think this is a twist so well known that it might not even be a twist anymore. I think yeah. Yeah. even people yeah. watching this for the first time surely know that Norman is his mother and the killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so iconic. Yeah, but at the time, Hitchcock was desperate to keep the ending secret. He did a couple of things as a bit of a ruse. Mm. So he kept the ending out of the script until it was time to shoot it. Hardly anyone working on the film knew that was what was going to happen. Yeah, right. And he did an interview where he told the press he was considering casting Helen Hayes as Mrs. Bates. So right. we would infer she was a different character to Norman, mm. which is pretty clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Bernard Herrmann's music works oh, so well here. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. It goes, it's really low in the mix, but then when Norman shows up in the reveal, it blows up. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Norman actually shouts, I am Norma Bates when he shows up, but you can't hear because the music counts, so you can't read yeah, right. what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And just before the twist comes, Lila is mushing around Norman's house and comes across a book. She opens mm-hmm. it and like, looks totally horrified by it, but we don't see what she's looking at. But in the novel, mm. it's revealed that Norman has been drawing loads of disgusting pornography illustrations. So that's what she's seeing when she looks at it. <laughs> like like super bad. But Psycho at fourth spot then, a deserved place and the mother of all twists, surely. Yes, indeed. Yeah, very good. She wouldn't even harm a fly. Third place, the finishing line is in sight, and we're looking at crime thrillers. Martin Scorsese showed up again for his death and more death finale in The Departed, but it's not that one. Police corruption provides a storyline and plot twist in LA Confidential. Jack Vincennes. It's not that either, though. Mm-hmm. And as well as taking third place, the director responsible also featured three more times in our list. That was mm. for the game. Another one yep. was for Fight Club. That's right. And mm-hmm. another yeah. was Gone Girl. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. David Fincher appeared in our list four times, more than M. Night Shyamalan. Twist. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so Fincher, slightly better than Shyamalan. Just slightly. <laughs> just only. Yeah, slightly. Just look at yeah. Just look at yeah. <laughs> yeah. Third place, though, it is Fincher. Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. A cardboard box. It's seven. She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. Ah! Oh. He didn't know. In an unnamed city, detectives Mills and Somerset search for a serial killer obsessed with the seven deadly sins. In an almighty climax, killer John Doe has a package delivered to the detectives, a box containing Mills' wife Tracy's pretty head. <laughs> and this one was Westy's number one. Now you're talking. <laughs> Why is it so good, Westy? It's because it's, it is. It's, well, it's a perfect ending to a perfect film, I think. And it's the one, probably one in the top 10 I would imagine that hasn't got you know this kind of like it doesn't rely on the rest of the film to to back itself up it's all in your head you have to imagine it probably there's probably a couple more in here but this sticks out for me for that it doesn't give you the definitive shot it gives you the line what's in the box what's in the fucking box but it doesn't really answer the question the audience has to do it and that way I think the end of seven is 
unique to each person that's watching it you can then make it as harrowing as you want or as quick a death as you want and it's you you have to see what happened in your own mind yeah and i think that leaves it with you long after the film finishes and it really really works on that level i love the camera work the way it's so still and then it's so erratic i love the dialogue john doe has the upper hand probably the best brad pitt's ever been in this yeah. scene i think mm-hmm. really really good um and it's just that single flash for him just of a face and that's all you need yeah, and the yeah. rest of it's up to you which makes it really really heartbreaking and shattering yeah absolutely i think it's still the most powerful thing to a film that i've seen i feel like i've been yeah. punched in the face every time i say it this is one where yeah. the bad guy wins all ends up gets everything he wants yeah. mm-hmm. but it still mm-hmm. feels satisfying as an ending as well yeah it just astounds yeah, me it every time i say it to be honest yeah yeah it's, it's not one of them ones where you think oh, i cannot watch that again yeah. it was too it was like it's it is oddly satisfying because mm. it is very very clever it's intelligent but shattering yeah because yeah. the whole film's absolutely incredible and you get to this point and and usually in a film like this you're let down by the ending but this yeah. just comes back and it increases the the quality of the film like yeah. tenfold with this ending yeah yeah, yeah. It is pretty controversial, and the studio weren't sure about it at all before it came out. So there were loads of drafts and loads of different endings. One where Tracy isn't killed, one where Mills is killed, one where nobody's mm-hmm. killed. But Brad Pitt said they would only do the film if they kept it as it was when they showed in the script, which is yeah. Yeah. obviously for the best. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. So the world is a fine place, and Seven has a superb plot twist. Detective. We agree with the second part? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> Lovely. Detectives! Into the final two now, and it's a persona change. That is a plot twist that revolves around somebody's identity as we know it, switching in front of our eyes. Yeah. Christopher Nolan reveals the secret behind magic trick the transport and man in the final act of The Prestige, and that ends up being nowhere near as impressive as how the other guy did it two hours earlier (laughs) (laughs) the switch up and killer thriller identity involves almost every major character in the film an astronaut's very existence is called into question when he makes a startling discovery in Moon but it's Mm, not that and writer-director Shane Black defies audience expectations to the nth degree with a seismic character reveal in Iron Man 3 finishing last place that one yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just nodding we're just kind of did yeah, a, yeah. Jump, did <laughs> a, yeah. a twist that makes the film much much worse that one <laughs> right but anyway a much better switcheroo is our second position the truth is always in the last place you look in the usual suspects the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist Kobayashi, Kobayashi. Tell me every last detail. I work for Kaiser Convince me, convince me, Disabled con artist Verbal Kind is interrogated by police for his part in the massacre and reveals a plot masterminded by legendary criminal Kaiser Soze. In a jaw-dropping final scene, interrogator Dave Kujan pieces it together too late to realise that Kint is Kaiser Soze. Mm-hmm. They were telling us the whole time. Or at least that notice board was on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Oracle fan. (laughs) We all had this in our top 10, even Westy. Yeah. (laughs) But Matthew had a highest at number two. Yeah. Why is it so good? Because it's the kind of twist that makes you want to go back and watch the film again straight away. 
just yeah. to pick up on all the clues that have been in plain sight, all the ones you've missed. Big fat guy. I mean, like orca fat. And it's really clever because it, it takes one of the fundamental rules of cinema, which is that if there's a narrator in a film, the narrator is honest. This one goes, well, what if he's not? What if he's lying to yeah. you all along? Back when I was picking beans in Guatemala, we used to make fresh coffee. Right off the trees, I mean. That's probably quite common now, but I think this is certainly the first one I can think of that did that. And mm. just the balls on Kai's associate to set this plan in motion so far in advance and to just stroll into that office and just make it up, using <laughs> the details there. Yeah, It's absolutely incredible stuff. And it repairs repeat viewings because once you know what's going on, once you know what's happened, so many scenes play it differently. Like that shot of verbal drinking that cup of coffee with Kuyon and when he just looks up over the lid. It's so yeah. innocuous on first watch. You just think, just him having a cup of coffee. Once you know what he's doing, it's absolutely mind-blowing. So it's brilliantly conceived and brilliantly pulled off. I'm smarter than you. And I'm going to find out what I want to know. And I'm going to get it from you whether you like it or not. They actually tell us that Kindred Kaiser Sozier pretty much right away. In the first <laughs> scene, we see Sozier have a piss walk over to Keaton who he shoots and light a cigarette with his left hand and those are all things that Kint draws to our attention that he can't do at some point in the film yeah. and that's yeah. all in the first yeah. minute of the film yeah. brilliant yeah. Yeah. and it's his voice as well how you doing Keaton that barrage of information the big reveal the sound and the images layer yeah. on top of layer on top of layer yeah. that yeah. all falls into place it really works well I just want to hear the story it's all there and I'm telling it straight I swear it's brilliant isn't it because it just makes me feel lazy like the first time <laughs> I saw it and I just went oh I should have been paying more attention yeah. to that how did I see that and apparently according to Gabriel Byrne all the main cast members have been told they were, they were Kaiser Soze by Brian Singer <laughs> yeah, the director really. oh shit Oh, great. He's furious, wasn't he? Yeah, and Byrne only found out he wasn't when he saw the premiere. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) There must have been stuff shot that we haven't seen. Imagine Del Toro's tour. (laughs) 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 He's down the fucking track. (laughs) He's flipping. Flipping for real. Flipping for real. I mean, the fucking keys. You can't go, what the fuck? Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I mean, a worthy second place, surely, in the usual suspects. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. Definitely. Brilliant. definitely. So, should we find out our number one? Mm-hmm. You hear me in the back? <laughs> and like that, he's gone. And we've arrived at our winner. Before we get onto that, though, if you're liking this episode, then we would be very appreciative if you could support us on Patreon. Becoming an All The White Movies patron will get you access to benefits such as bonus episodes of our other show, The Cutting Room, and access to yep. 200 hours plus worth of All The White Movies podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Mainly though, becoming a patron will allow us to carry on making videos and making a lot more of them too. Yeah. yeah. But back to the plot twists, and for our number one, it's a plot twist so big that it alters our perception of everything that came before it. Yeah. The same could be said for the big book of secrets reveal that comes at the end of Atonement, but that's not our number one. Funnily enough. <laughs> There's another director, actually, with a bit of a reputation for plot twists who we've not mentioned yet. That's Jordan Peele, and we looked at two of his films. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were the Meet Sink. the Parents conspiracy horror Sink. Get Out Sink. and the racially charged doppelganger horror Us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meet the parents. I'm so pleased you continued after that. <laughs> both weird, but both didn't quite make it. No. Both brilliant, yeah. And from the same genre as number one, we looked at the time travel thriller 12 Monkeys. Monkey. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. why write your own plot twist when you can just take the one from La Jete? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steal it. Tarantino's been doing it for years. <laughs> for number one, though, we're not talking monkeys, but another type of primate entirely. Mm-hmm. Charlton Heston, Roddy McDowell, the Statue of Liberty, in Planet of the Apes. You maniacs! You blew it up! Oh, damn you! God damn you all to hell! Three astronauts crash land on an unknown planet to discover non-human primates rule the world and humans are second-class citizens. The iconic final shot of the film reveals the truth. We've been on the post-apocalyptic Earth the whole time. When the Simpsons parody it, you know you've made an iconic (laughs) twist. He can talk, he can talk, he can talk, he can talk, he can talk! I can sing! Absolutely. This is our overall number one. It was my number one. And Luke, it was your number one as well. Yes, it was. Yeah. I think justifiably top of the pile. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just got a huge reputation, rightly so as well. And I think the ending hits so hard for a couple of reasons. You've got that dramatic delivery of the final lines. You maniacs! You blew it up! Yeah. Poor old Chuck Heston's had his ass kicked by a damn dirty apes for nearly two hours. <laughs> Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! <laughs> and then he finally breaks free, and yeah. this is what he has to show for yeah. it. You won't yeah, like yeah. what you find is what he's told, <laughs> and that's, I mean, yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. The imagery of the, the Statue of Liberty is so striking as well. Statue of Liberty, it's seen as a symbol of hope and new beginnings. But here it's been toppled and in tatters and tearless hopes have been ripped away as a result. It's yeah. devastating stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the source novel was set on another planet, but the agreement was to have an unexpected ending for the film. And the producers came up with a Statue of Liberty after seeing a picture of it in a deli when they were trying to come up with a shock end. Right. Wow. Wow. How okay. fortuitous. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I just think that this film or this ending... When you mentioned about twists, movie twists, yeah. this was the first one that came to my mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. So it, ha- it just had to be number one. It's so iconic. And mm-hmm. and even if you've never seen the film, the likelihood is you know what the ending is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that reveal of the Statue of Liberty where it comes back over and he's yeah. looking and you still don't yeah, quite know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like the spikes. And yeah. then it switches that front shot. Oh, my God. That, oh, it's yeah. That's devastating. Where do you go from here? Well, yeah, that's like, it. Just that's to end it. on that's that. It. Yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. 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 The first time I saw this, I was a kid, and even then, I was floored by it. Mm. Yeah, what a remember, yeah. brilliant idea Same. for a twist. Yeah. yeah, And what a great final shot as well. Yeah, The screenplay was co-written by Rod Serling. It was him that came up with the twist, but he's more well-known for writing something else. Do you know what it is? Mm-hmm. Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. He was the creator of The Twilight Zone. And there's an mm-hmm. episode of The Twilight Zone from years earlier that has the same twist as Planet of the Apes. I mean, the context is totally oh, yeah. different, but the twist is, it was Earth the whole time. Right. Part of the Apes has significantly better acting, though. We've never left the Earth. We just... <laughs> we just crashed back into it. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> and also, you mentioned the novel there, Luke. The twist that's in the novel, that was pretty much taken for the Tim Burton remake in 2001, where they oh, get really? back to Earth right. and the chimps have taken over. Still doesn't yeah. make sense. No, Not good enough. No. Not great. That no. makes no sense makes whatsoever. No. But yeah, a sledgehammer finale to Planet of the Apes. And mm-hmm. we're at the end of our top 10 movie plot twists. Are we happy mm-hmm. with how the right. top 10 all played out? That's a solid top 10. That yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. great from beginning to end. Full of classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
And Friday the 13th. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine classics and then Friday the 13th. <laughs> well, that's all for now. If you have any thoughts on our 10 or ideas for lists we could cover on future episodes, let us know in the comments. And please mm. like and share this video as that really helps us out. Mm. And subscribe if you're not yet, yes. of course. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you so long for now, though. And please do watch more videos. Please do, guys. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thanks, guys. Hours, specifically ours. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs>